And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. It is the final DDT wrestling episode of 2023. Where does the Uh, time go, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews? Where does the time go? uh, I honestly don't know. I don't know how it's the Wednesday uh, of Christmas week. I don't know how how any of this happened. It just blip. Just happens. How was your holiday? Uh, my holiday was fine, DC Matthews. Uh, uneventful, really. I went to go see my parents, my brother. It was a small gathering. Um, counting myself and the misses, just the five of us. Um, it was it was good. Everybody had a nice time. I think um, the cat came out. She usually just hides under the bed, so mm-hmm. she hissed at both me and my wife on a couple of occasions. But the fact that it came out and was seeing what was going on and hanging out was actually quite the uh, well, quite the nice change of pace, I guess. Do you bring the, the kids with you? No, we don't bring the dogs anymore. Why not? People can't handle it. It's just too much, let's say. But that's okay. been going on for a few years now. Okay. What was, what was the best gift? The best gift? Which gift felt like you were getting the the right amount of praise? Oh, I don't know if any gifts really translate directly into praise, but thy best gift by far was one from Mrs. Manson, which I was actually given um, prior to Christmas. I was given it on Christmas Eve because we both happened to be at home, and she said, I heard that Santa came early, uh, stopped by the house. And, uh, you know, since we're kind of just hanging around the house and not much going on, I, I think uh, you know, Santa told me what was in this gift. And uh, maybe it would do for you to open it now since it seems like you got a little bit of time. And so that's what I did. I, I opened my gift. It was a sizable gift. It was a hefty gift. It had a nice weight to it. It it made an interesting jingle jangly sort of sound as I shook it around. Uh, as it turned out, it was a GQ. Prepare to be jealous. It was a sizable, like nearly, I don't know, 3,000 piece Lego set for the assembly of a Ghostbusters Ecto-1. So the vehicle from Ghostbusters. Um, and that was... Really cool. Really cool indeed. I, I that was I'm putting it together now. I'm I'm trying not to um you know, I'm trying not to just blow through the build, right? I want to uh cherish it a little mm-hmm. bit, uh savor it, if you will. And so uh I, I'm through now, I think the the way it's it's set up like the all the pieces come in labeled bags. Um and there's sometimes more than one bag per per label, like there's two number one bags sometimes, or sometimes there's three number four, whatever. I'm through the, th- the, th- the, the three bags. So out of like maybe 12, 14, something like that. So, um, yeah. 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 Well, that's lovely. And yes, there will be some jealousy um, on the part of GQ. Yeah. Not, not on your part. I know you, you don't. You don't care for the, the toys. I am- I am happy that my friend and compadre is happy. And considering we talked just the other day over a delicious bowl of soup um, Mm. about how there is less in life to be excited about once you reach that sort of middle age, this was probably something that it was unexpected. 100% unexpected. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. It's really cool. It's is right up my alley. It's almost like my uh, wife knows me or something. And what, she did what was she the, great. What was the big gift you got her uh, that also got such a great reaction? Uh, a puppy. Half a year ago. 
Yeah, I, I I did get her. Uh, it, it, it's it's lame in comparison, but I did get her a puzzle. I didn't think we were doing big gifts this year. Um, we weren't really because we had done some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I should have known better. And uh, at any rate, I, I don't know because I'm not either a Ghostbusters fan nor am I a Lego fan. What is off the top of your head the going rate for a 300 piece? Lego Ecto One set. Please, please. Three three thousand piece. Three thousand. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it might be like twenty-two, actually. I don't remember exactly, but it's more it's more than two thousand. It's twenty-two, twenty-six, something like that. Um, I don't know. Probably if I had to guess around two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Um, now, okay. now I this is where I also have to give additional thanks and dare I say a little bit of praise, gotta heap the praise, gotta send that praise around in the bestie community, because I think the reason why something like this became um, an option is because good friend of the show, Rochelle had been working for Lego for a period of time. And with that comes, as I understand it, I haven't asked for specifics, but as I understand it, a rather hefty employee discount and further, um, I believe that this particular set is pretty much was pretty much out of print. Um, so it actually had to be sort of located and, and then purchased. And, but she had the ability at that time to do that. Uh, so thank you to friend of the show, Rochelle, for um, help happening, helping Doc Manson have a very merry holiday. By chance, were you able to drink Ecto Cooler while assembling Ecto One? Uh, not yet. I don't think there's any Ecto Cooler currently available, but I'll, I'll have to look into it. There uh, should always be Ecto Cooler available, really. That's how I feel about it, honestly. Yeah. What was what was dinner? Ham? Was there a ham? Ah, uh, yes, there was ham for dinner. It was very hammy. Mm-hmm. No and- goose. No goose. No goose. I can't convince anybody to do the goose. I think. I don't even know where you would get a goose because I was at the grocery store and we were trying to decide what we, the missus and I, were going to do for a Christmas Eve slash Christmas Day meal. Um, And I found whole ducks. I did not find whole geese, though that was a Mega Mart, not an actual butcher shop. So perhaps I was looking in the wrong place. Right. Hmm. I don't know. All right. How about yourself? I was good. I mean, but except I don't know that you've had your holiday. So I'm not uh, sure we have had is... part one of the holiday. Uh, All right. So okay. I believe we mentioned this last week. Uh, COVID has once again uh, reared its ugly pandemic head um, and, and forced us to adjust our plans. Uh, Christmas Eve was very relaxed. Just me and uh, the missus. We had a charcuterie board. We watched, or I watched, she read and valiantly put up with A Christmas Carol Goes Wrong. Which, yeah, that's a good one. Which we watched. That was entertaining. She thought parts of it were funny. Um, she was like, I don't know why people keep getting hurt. Why is that? So, and I'm like, that, that's just how this show works. Is she, is she familiar with an entire style of comedy known as slapstick? Uh, probably not so much. She watched, I remember she watched the lodge with me and that was okay. And then she watched the court one. And when they just kept going living room, living room, she got up and was like, and I'm out and walked out of the room. So, okay. That was just, you know, she, she has a certain amount of stamina for that sort of thing. And then, and that's it. Oh, that's and fair. That was it. That's so, fair. uh, but we watched that and then Christmas morning got up. And we're driving to uh, my parents' house, and we turn down uh, a road. And every time we turn down this road, I say to myself, self, wouldn't it be hilarious if we saw a friend of the show, GQ, because he lives in this particular neck of the woods, and I know sometimes he goes for runs or walks. Wouldn't it be great? And we're driving, and it's foggy on Christmas morning, and out of the fog walks this power walking is this figure clad in winter gear, no reflective surfaces, like all dark. And 
you know, my wife go, I say, I'm like, all right, there's, I see a person ahead. So I'm going to go around. And my wife says offhand, I bet it's GQ. And sure enough, it actually was GQ. Uh, and so we, you know, I pit the brakes once we realize it's him back up. And I say, hit him a second time. Yep. Mary, no, you know, happy holidays. Uh, and then find out that COVID has not only hit our family, uh, but it appeared at the moment to hit, hit his as well. But, uh, but yes. And then we went to my parents' house and had a lovely breakfast and exchanged gifts and, you know, shot the breeze and then uh, headed back home. And uh, tomorrow we head up to the great North and do part two with my wife's side of the family. So of the parts of the holiday that you've been able to thus far experience, what was your favorite gift? (sighs) Well, my wife had gotten me a remote car starter, which is, of course. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you might've gotten that before the actual. Going to win out. I got that back. I think in November was when she was able to get the appointment and all of that. Okay. Yeah. 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 which was a very lovely yes. uh, gift. I can imagine um, that being very lovely during the wintertime runs around yes. here, for sure. Yes. And we haven't had any snow or super cold weather, but still, just being able to walk down the hallway of my school, and I know now which room I walk by, and I can start the car. Um, of the gifts from my parents, uh, there was a, a sweatshirt that I have seen in in this, you know, in, in a great North city, we go to this little British Irish merchandise store and they have this Ireland sweatshirt that I've always wanted to buy myself, but never really, you know, decided to spend the money. Found is, it on it. What is your connection to the Irish? The champ. Okay. The champ is quite Irish. Well, he's Sicilian and Irish. And so I do have Irish, uh, blood. um, that's why uh, your this, Irish accent's so good. Oh, patio furniture. It just feels like, you know, it's, it's just a part of me. It's amazing. Um, besides that, I'm ashamed to admit, again, you want to talk about lack of exciting things. I was really excited to get two new, really sturdy, well-made tea mugs. Hey, I wanted some tea great. mugs. And my, my mom got me those along with some tea that, sorry, mom, if you're listening, I don't think I'll ever drink. What kind of tea? Um, there's like a peppermint, it almost it's like peppermint vanilla tea. There's I bet a, you that's delicious. I, I have to decide if I'm bringing it to work and leaving it for the, for the coworkers. We have a little coffee and tea station. Uh, I may try one. We'll see. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it was very lovely. And then we'll see the nephews and stay at a hotel tomorrow evening. And then, you know, by Friday the holiday will will officially be over. And then you got to start prepping for the next one because, you know, New Year's Eve right around the corner. Going to try to stay up till, you know, at least eight. (laughs) That sounds like my DC Matthews. All right. Um, We we have been approached by one GQ. Uh, now that the, the COVID crisis appears to have been uh, fake news. Um, and so are you hanging men- out with him or what? Well, he mentioned uh, the AEW that is happening this weekend. Um, I mentioned, because of course I am the opposite of a vampire. I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy being out in the dark. Um, so I mentioned the possibility of a Sunday morning gathering. Haven't heard back from GQ. Well, I you do know underst- that in that, Exact same conversation. He explained that they're doing their Christmas on that day. Oh, is that? So when you responded, I can do it on that day. That was kind of a dick move on your part. You know that, right? Oh, is (laughs) you know that, right? Sunday is New Year's Eve. Indeed. I did not know that part. (laughs) Um, well, I should. Uh, I was laughing the entire time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Doc Manson informs me <laughs> that Sunday is New Year's Eve. So obviously that won't work. Oh, um, boy. yeah. Well, I, but I'm just 
whether or not you watch it Saturday, Sunday, uh, I just wanted to check in because the possibility that Doc Manson may be watching some wrestling. No, I mean, unless you unless unless you guys were coming over, I'm not watching it. Yes, but I'm assuming. So my assumption is that you will do it Saturday. Mm, Probably not. Um, We just saw everybody for the Hanukkah show. I mean. It's the holidays. People are doing things like we we just okay. We had our dreidel night. I GQ seemed intrigued, and you know I am sure perhaps the narcissist might be might be keen on it. Um, but I you know I've looked at the card. Um, I'm not an AEW fan. There are a couple matches that I think look interesting. Uh, do you care at all, or is it just? Uh, what's on what's on the show well i mentioned in the uh um put this away so i'll send the apology later because honestly i did not know that sunday was new year's eve so i could see how that could be perceived as a dick move (laughs) um i mentioned that i'm gonna guess that the main event will be christian cage versus adam copeland really main event well I suppose it could be MJF and Samoa Joe, but I suspect who is the champion. The AEW World Champion is MJF. I suspect I th- I think that will on the show. They've been pretty good about not having special attractions be okay. the top of the show. I don't. I mean, if anybody actually cares about that, I know that's a thing that people have always complained about in WWE, and I think it's one thing that AEW has typically not done. But I guess there's. I, I could be wrong. I haven't watched in some time. So I, I you know what? I take it back. I could be absolutely. Uh, I will mistaken. say I'm, I'm doing a quick Wikipedia. Uh, the last pay-per-view MJF was in the main event. Uh, the one before that, which was Wrestle Dream. Um, the world champion did not appear. Right. But so, that's because that was Wrestle Dream. That was like. a Yeah. So Christian Cage, Christian Cage was in the main event of that show. And then all out the main event was for the AEW international championship. Um, Was MJF on this show? He might not have been on this show. Oh no. He was in a tag match with Adam Cole because they were the ring of honor tag team champions at that point. So MJF opened the show. Uh, John Moxley and Orange Cassidy closed the show. So you are probably right. You are probably right in that um, we will get MJF and Samoa Joe closing the show. Maybe Christian and Edge will open. You're also going to see uh, the tag team champions who are currently Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Who? Who? Big Bill. Oh, right. Cass. Starks. Big Cass. Big, Big Bill is seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. Right, right, right. Um, they will be taking on Chris Jericho and a partner to be named later. That is, if Chris Jericho can get off of Twitter and stop feuding with CM Punk's lawyer. I mean, does anybody care about Chris Jericho at this point? No, which is why I think he has to keep doing this, because... Okay. Nobody cares. Uh, Tony Storm will be taking on Riho. Rio? Rioho? Rio, let's go with. Okay. I don't know if I know that for sure, but. Uh, Julia Hart will be taking on Abaddon. Okay. And then Hook will be taking on Wheeler Yuda. Okay. There will will also be. There will also be the ending of this AEW G1 style tournament. The the winner of the Blue League will take on the winner of the Gold League. Those Matt, those separate brackets have not been finalized yet. I believe they're being finalized tonight on AEW television. Okay. That yeah. So in match 1, promising. Brian Danielson will take on Eddie Kingston. And then there is a triple threat match, John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, and Jay White. So, should be good. Those would be good matches. Yeah, I mean, they all sound pretty decent. 
So, so I hope that, um, that it works out then. I hope that you are able to watch the AE dubs. Oh, no, I have no desire to watch it, actually. Despite the fact that the matches all seem pretty decent. Yeah, no. I mean, again, I would watch it if people were coming over, but that's, I don't that's care. What, I don't my, care hope is, my hope is that GQ charms his way back onto your couch. And, oh, I think, you know, he, oh, he definitely is. And then the two of you can watch, or if, again, the arsonist or anyone else wants to come. So, uh, but yes, that is the, that is the big wrestling uh, that I am aware of. Usually around Christmas, it is a little quiet on the wrestling front. They have their pre-taped shows to give everyone some time off, which is always nice. Um, what are you, what are you looking forward to in 2024, Doc? It's you know, the end of the year always, you know, causes us to reflect on the past and look forward to the future. What are you proud of that happened this year? What do you hope to do next year? I could not tell you. I mean, I don't think I'm particularly proud of anything this year. You you taught classes. You educated a whole generation of young scientists. That's just a job, man. Are you proud of your job? There, are, I have moments of being proud of my job. Absolutely, sure. I mean, I guess that's fair, but I don't know if it's something I'd list at the end of the year as being like, "This is the thing." You? Well, hey, you're continuing to rack up these positive reviews. Do I have any more? Uh, let's see. Um. I don't have this class there. is a very complex class that requires a lot of outside time spent studying and understanding. Oh no, that we read last time. There's a new one for a difficult class. He made it much more concise and easier to comprehend. I definitely think studying a week in advance. Will yeah, you read you that s- one too. Did I? I think so. Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did, but either way, you you got <laughs> all of you've got all of this positive praise here. You know, there. I don't know. I, I have moments when I see students, whether they're past students or they're my current crop, doing something that I know is a result of something that I was a part of. Yes, there's an element of pride that I feel about that. Um, but, you know, I'm not bursting with it, but I, I, I can be proud of the work that I've done. So, well, I don't know. We're, we're going to come up on episode 400. That's going to be a big milestone yeah, in uh, you know, 2024. It'll be the we're, year that the show comes to an end. We keep saying it. And I know at this point nobody takes us seriously, which is going to make we've got it to get we've got to be getting close, right? I mean, four hundred seems like a good spot to end it, don't you think? I I will say to you the same thing that I think we probably said, or I probably said around episode three hundred. The o- the main I won't say only the main reason that I want to keep going is because I know as soon as we stop. We're we're back to seeing each other maybe once or twice a year. But didn't we say that we've gotten better at being friends? I I think so. And I, I you know, I will say this because I I can never tell with you whether or not you're serious or whether you wait for me to be honest and then you go, oh, I was really just kidding. I think this is, I want to keep going. I wanted to get to 4,000. I think you know at this point that I am being jovial, but also completely serious. Like I could see this show ending at any time. I don't know about any time, but I have, there is a point in which I go, We've talked about clearly not everything, but almost everything. We're not necessarily, we're not watching wrestling. We're not watching current wrestling, I think, at all. Maybe I will watch, uh, what was it? There was some current thing I thought I was going to watch. Oh, maybe I will watch Wrestle Kingdom next week. Oh, there you go. The New, J- the New Japan show. But, um, you know, I, whether or not 
something has to change, I feel like, because I feel like the last few weeks of episodes, we hit the 20, 25 minute mark and we're like, I guess we should go to the emails. I think at one point, like I asked you a question, you were like, why did you ask me that? And I'm like, because we need something to talk about. So, I, you know, I, whether or not we need, we need a possible change of format or a, you know, yes, maybe, maybe 400, I'm sure people will wail and gnash their teeth at hearing this, but maybe 400 is the time we go, hey, we lasted longer than a whole lot of other quote unquote I mean, professional who's, podcasts. Who's, who's left to gnash their teeth about this? I think Glenn would miss us. I think Nate would miss us. Uh, Pav just got back. I'm sure he would take it as a personal offense if we, you know, just weeks into his return, all of a sudden stopped recording. When Danielle checks in once every six weeks or so, she'd it'd be sad that she would, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't, again, like it's it's not that I'm looking to end the show, but I, I I do feel like more so than ever in the past, I think the as you basically just said, but to recontextualize it, the only reason why I think we continue, to, why I continue to do this show on a weekly basis, is because this is my time to talk to you, and I yeah. don't know that we would manage that as well, as regularly, as enjoyably as we do as a result of having this show. I would love to do a weekly, we get GQ back down to his basement. We don't press record on anything, but the three of us just chat for half an hour or so, you know, once a week, once every other week. But it does become... It, it, it will become more challenging. I'm open to it. I value you more than just about anybody else that doesn't live in this house. So <laughs> oh. I, I had, I will say, I was going to save this for my piece of positivity. I had a fantastic time going to fuck with you oh, that was great. this past, this past Friday. We sat, we finished the soup and I think we were there almost as long as we were there waiting for the food and eating just sort of shooting the breeze and talking about how, you know, middle age is terrible, but the, just, just the worst. <clears throat> I think I asked Glenn, I think I, I got home and asked Glenn, I was like, Hey, once you hit 40, Glenn, did you just stop being excited about everything? And he went, yeah. <laughs> so it's not just so, us. Okay, good. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, you know, I've, I've greatly enjoyed, not working. That was a topic of conversation we had. How how much we would be excited if we no longer had to work. I'm not sure if that's true, though. Because, like... Have you enjoyed these few days? I know there was a holiday in there, but have you enjoyed these days of leisure? Sure. But there's only so much leisure that you can manage before you're bored as the hell. Are you bored? A little bit. What have you been doing? Playing video games, assembling an Ecto-1, watching anime, reading manga. What did you play? Death Must Die. Was that the one you talked about yesterday? I think so, yeah. Was was probably going to be my piece of positivity, so we can come back to it. Well, if if we are even remote, okay, we could come back. We come back to it. Okay. I was going to say, if we're even remotely serious, if this is the point, if we're down to the last seven or so episodes to just say, Fuck the format. <laughs> I'll bring up my piece of positivity right now. I mean, um, you can if you want. There's nobody. I don't know if you know this, DC, but we are the bosses of this show. So, does it feel like that to you sometimes? What's that? Does it feel like that to you all the time that you're the boss of this show? I said we are. Does it feel like we are the bosses of this show? Are you suggesting that it does not feel that way? Sometimes I feel like we, again, I try to think of other formats i try to think of like what could we do that would be you know we have this whole separate podcast feed for a a pro wrestler ranking show that we've never done (laughs) we did one test episode and i think that was about it so yeah it was fun but do we really need that do we need it no but fun 
do I do we need fun? Yes, I think I think we need fun, and I I will wait until the end of the show to hear about the fun <laughs> that is death must die, but um, but yes, I you know it's different for me I think because I only have ten or twelve days. You've got six yeah. weeks of leisure, what? so I could five four. Yeah, I guess maybe. More than 12 days? Definitely more than 12 days. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's probably it's, it's, it's probably about five, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I have been wanting to, to fire up Skyrim once again. Well. Um, and I just have not gotten around to it. So we were out mattress shopping today. We were out getting a car service today. We were, you know, restocking the pantry today. So we were out doing errands. So not quite as as free but either way i i i take it to you as i think we start to reach that point where we will pivot to the email no uh no not that i have not that i we have to talk about everything else still okay we're recording early what are you having for dinner tonight leftovers ham sweet potatoes some freshly baked crescent rolls I made a pot roast yesterday that that will probably be leftovers for us. But yeah, I did have Thai today. That was lovely. Honey duck. Fantastic. Honey duck. There's a there's a Thai place um, close to the place we went to and they have a sister restaurant close to the the evergreens. Um and uh yeah they have a honey duck option served over rice with some steamed vegetables it is did i so go to good. that thai place with you once i would assume so yeah it, is it down by the deli or the other direction it's in between the pho place and the deli <clears throat> okay i know where it is yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's simple but it's it's good yeah yeah, okay. I don't know if I've been to that one with you. I went to a different one, I think, on the other side of that town um, a okay. long time ago. But yeah, I recommend if you're in that area or you're in the, you know, the area by Costco and you're looking for a place to have lunch or dinner or whatever, it's quite good. The pad thai is good. The drunken noodles are good. They had a drunken duck that I was tempted to try, but the honey duck is quite delicious. It's too good to give it up, huh? I think the drunken duck would have probably also been good, but it was a, it was a risk, and I wasn't I wasn't feeling particularly risky. Plus, it was a lunch special. It came with a bowl of delicious chicken vegetable soup. It came with a spring roll. How do you say? How do you say? How no do you to say no to that? Courses. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. All right. So yes, you know, I I do think that, you know, <clears throat> I would like to hear from the besties. I don't know that your your input is going to sway our decision whatever the decision may be but i would like to hear from the besties because if you know if we if if everybody comes out of the woodwork and we hear from jeffrey and and forest and you know brandon mack and brandon banks if jeremy breaks out of his uh you know exile and says no keep doing the show we need you who maybe that'll fire us up exactly Uh, podcast at ddtwrestling.com is where you can send those emails. I count five of them. Uh, and the first one, I guess I should open the emails. Uh, well, the first one comes from Pav Singh, the three of Christmas day. Hi guys. Merry Christmas day from Birmingham. Watching WCW. I have noticed that they call a triple threat match, a triangle match. I've never heard that word before. You've never heard the word triangle before? Thank you for saying it, because I was like, I want to say it, but everyone assumes that I'm just going to be mean to Pav. I don't know where that came from, but that was the first thing I came to mind. Um, no, I think that's a fair one. I think that's a- it, it. It's a great way to distinguish it from WWE using the three sides. What would you call a three-way match? Here or mine. A triumvirate match? <laughs> a, three, a three-fold match? A Pythagoras match, because the Greek god Pythagoras said that the number three is the perfect number. 
meaning harmony, wisdom, and understanding. I don't know that Pythagoras was a god. I'm not an expert. I thought he was more of a philosopher, but I could be wrong. A tray match, the number three in Italian. A fimblevetter match. Fimblevetter, pronounced fimblevetter, in Norse mythology is three successive winters where snow comes from all directions causing the end of the world. Which one of the above would you choose and what are your own? Pav. Fun fact, the tongue is the only muscle in the body that isn't connected to bone at both ends. It is connected to the hyoid bone at one end, which is also unique as it is your only bone not connected to another bone in the body from healthline.com. Uh, having just watched ECW One Night Stand 2005, I like that they called it a three-way dance. Yeah, I think that's my I also, favorite, to be honest. I also like that it was... I, I think all multi-man matches like that should be under elimination rules, and I understand why it's not, because then you have the whole thing where the champion doesn't need to be pinned to lose the title, but that's just how I would roll. Um, of the ones that Pav mentioned, I would say the Fimblevetter would be good, but I think you would need to have high-powered fans coming at I want a three-sided ring and high-powered fans on all three sides blowing fake snow at the wrestlers while they're competing. Yeah. But yeah, I want a three-way dance. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. All right. Thank you, Pav, for your lovely email. Uh, Danielle chimes in. Here's your 2023 recap. Hello. Have y'all noticed an increase of businesses sending out emails, recapping all the things you bought, watched, listened to, etc. at the end of the year? Yep. I've noticed it more this year than with previous years. It's fun to look at, but sometimes a bit too much. I will tell you, Danielle, haven't noticed that at all. Everybody does it. I don't look at them. I, I, Every single app, I, I feel like I open. It's like, want to look at your year in review? And I'm like, no. Oh, that's true. No, I don't. Duo, Duolingo gave me a year in review and said I was a top 1%, which I think at this point, you don't want to be the top 1% anymore. Pretty sure. Yeah. But, but here's the recap of the question y'all asked earlier in November. Books. While I am at Panera, I can briefly tell you some estimated numbers on how many books I completed in 2022 versus previous years. Typically, I strive to complete 24 books in a year and 12 audiobooks. In 2020, I only completed five audiobooks and less than eight books in that year. Everybody gets a pass for 2020. In 2018, I completed 25 books, the most I've ever read in a year. Currently, I am, eight, I am at 18 completed books and two that are almost finished. For audiobooks, I've completed around seven books. I did watch more movies this year than the previous two years and more in the horror and thriller category than comedies. With four days left of the year, I wonder if I will be able to reach the end of my reading goals. But hey, no sweat if I do or not. Perfect attitude to have. Nintendo has even documented how many hours I've played in video games. And oh my goodness, did I play a lot of Dead by Daylight this year with Risk and Animal Crossing in second and third place. Is Dead by Daylight the one where you're, so where you're a, a group, group of survivors and there's some one person yes. who's a killer? And yes. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that. That's a good. That's an eclectic group. Dead by Daylight, Risk, and Animal Crossing. Knowing Lucas and I, we will be going to bed early on New Year's Eve. And the best part about this weekend, I won free tickets to go to a concert at a casino, and my mom surprised me with money to spend Friday night at the hotel. I won the tickets last week, and the gift was for our Christmas gifts, an anniversary present. Yay. This will be our first concert together, and ironically, it's Clint Black, an 80s, 90s country star who Lucas has only heard four songs from this week because I played them to him. Darn, if only Jeremy could email back, because I have a feeling he may know country music like me. Oh, the joys of being from Texas and residing in Oklahoma. Until next week and next year, cheers. Danielle. Mm. I am familiar with Clint Black. I could not name one of his songs, but I, I'm familiar with Clint Black. I don't know who that is. Yes. An organic one. Love it. <laughs> uh, our next email comes from Nate post Christmas. Good afternoon, DC and Doc. Christmas as I get older has become more of a few hour get together 
to give obligatory gifts and then see you next year. At this point, it's no big deal to me. Relatives I see once or twice a year fading out of my life. The older you get, the more you appreciate just getting socks or little things like that for Christmas, I bet. It really is the little things in life that matter most. What is your favorite part of the whole holiday season? Have a great night, you two. Your bestie, Nate. Having the time to get pho with my with my in real life bestie. That is true. That is the that is going to be, I think, my piece of positivity. Oh uh, now we've now we've teased them both. Uh is is the is the time. Um I have I am on record in saying I am I'm not a huge holiday fan. This one particularly. I feel like, again, apologies to Mama Matthews and the champ. I feel like Christmas was such a production when I was a kid that I've kind of gone the other direction and would now be fairly minimal about it if I could. However, uh, having some time with families, we had a lovely time with my parents. It was lovely. The conversation was good. Uh, Pearl, Miss Pearl, the, the doggo, actually did not bark and run away, run away from us for the first 20 minutes of our gathering. Obviously, we're becoming regulars there. Um, and I am sure we will have a fantastic time tomorrow once we get up to the Great North. Um, but yes, as, as I said, my favorite gift was a tea mug. So, <laughs> yeah, some sometimes, you know, if I want a video game, I buy it. If I want a book, I buy it. Although I did get a, uh, a there's a book out, The History of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I started reading that today. Um, you got that from where? Yeah. Uh, that was a gift from my parents. Cool. It was on my Amazon wish list, but very yeah. cool. So, what? What? what uh, when you say Christmas was a production when you were younger, what what did that look like? Uh, Pre ninety five. Um, Christmas Eve was spent at my aunt's house, my dad's sister, one of my dad's sisters. He has an adopted sister and a biological sister. Um, and the entire family came and it was a very, you know, the, it was lots of people. There was lots of food. It was always if a big event. Everybody had to estimate the number of people. depending on who brought dates or it would range from, I would say a dozen to 20. So not a huge crowd. Still a decent amount though. Yeah. Um, And then Christmas morning, we would do things. We would either have to drive up to Vermont where my grand, my other grandmother lived. um, Or it was, you know, something at the, at either my house or, uh, my mom's sister, one of my mom's sister's houses. And I don't know how you do this. When you do presents, does everyone open at the same time or do you take turns? Uh, all at the same time. I'd never seen the take turns thing until celebrating Hanukkah with uh, yeah. my now in-laws. So we would be, and this lasted well into my my 20s, if not 30s, Um there are, because again, it would be, depending on the crowd, 15, 16 people all sitting in a big circle and going um, in reverse order of age. So youngest to oldest, the youngest has a present, opens it. Everybody watches. If there's a story that goes along with the present, it is then told. And then the next oldest, then the next oldest all the way up, and then it goes all the way around again and all the way around again. When my wife came to her first Christmas with that side of the family, we opened presents for over three hours. So I'm sure she uh I'm sure she took to that tradition exceptionally well. It's fine. It's you know, it's we did it. But again, as way. speaking as someone who had never even thought of something like that before. And again, ours was not three hours. There was four of us, you know, but it does. It is very. I'm used to it now, but 
at first it, it was it was awkward. I can't, yeah, and for three hours. But again, I guess the family, first, I understand the motivation and it's a nice thing to yeah. do and it does help you cherish and appreciate. And Well, because, because then there were many years and again, it, I appreciate the, the fact that you took time and buying yeah. the presents. I'll, but then not only was that, but then there would also be either whether you call it a Yankee swap or a white elephant party on top of that. So then there's another gift exchange happening. Um, so, you know, it's the first go around, it's lovely. And then when you're younger, you just want to open the next present or you want to play with your first present, but you can't because you have to watch as Aunt Joey opens her gift and you have to hear, oh, you know, you said you, you know, wish you could call us more. So we got you some prepaid phone cards and understood. Yeah. All right. Um, but yes. And, you know, once my dad's mother passed away in 95, the Christmas Eve tradition became a little, the family started drifting apart. So changed a bit. Um, but yeah, again, I like what we do now. Um, but, it, you know, there, there's a lot. I find the holidays more stressful than I would like them to. Our next email comes from the bestest of all besties, Glenn. Time to quiz. Hi, guys. Here's a bracket for you of the top 16 quiz shows. Lingo versus The Price is Right. I don't know what lingo is. Me either. Family Feud versus The $10,000 Pyramid. Lingo is apparently a new game show hosted by RuPaul. I give it to The Price is Right. Yeah. I'll give it to Uh, Family Family Feud. Yep. Press, press your, luck, your luck versus are you smarter than a fifth grader? Press your luck is a fantastic. Game. I don't think I know what press your luck is. No whammies, no whammies. Stop. Okay. I do know what that is, but even if I hadn't known what it was, I still would have given it to it over. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? So yeah. press your luck. Supermarket suite versus Jeopardy. This is hard Ooh. because Jeopardy is Ooh. like an all time classic quiz game, but supermarket, yeah, supermarket sweep, sweep is, is great. It's fun. We, we went back. They have, I don't know what, um, app it is but there's some streaming service where you can go watch old episodes of Supermarket Sweep they don't particularly age well no, but like no. the, that first episode or two you're like oh yeah this is fun <coughs> I will say Jeopardy though. I will say Supermarket the Sweep <laughs> <coughs> the match game versus figure it out is figure it out the Nickelodeon one? I have no idea with Summer Sanders <laughs> never heard of it okay the match game is that the uh dating game like patch game or is that something different I have no idea i'm gonna say figure it out i think figure it out was an was like a 90s nickelodeon show where they would have <clears throat> somebody who could like was an either an expert or something or could do something and the panelists had to ask questions to try to guess what the person could do and i believe it was hosted by summer sanders hollywood squares versus singled out Oh, Hollywood Squares for sure. Is that singled out with Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go Hollywood Squares. And Chris Hardwick before he became the nerdist. Right, right. I know who that is. Wheel of Fortune is Wheel of Fortune wins. Deal or no deal. Yeah, wait, Wheel of Fortune. Who wants to be a millionaire versus Legend of the Hidden Temple? No, come on. Yeah, who wants to be a millionaire is pretty good. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Of course. Yes, of course. Olmec. All right. Happy New Year Price to both right. your families and all the besties. Glenn. <laughs> Double end period. Uh, Price is right over Family Feud, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Jeopardy over... Although you said Supermarket Sweep. I'll give it to Jeopardy. Uh, Hollywood Squares and then Wheel of Fortune. Although, unless you're going to take Legends of the Hidden Temple over Wheel of Fortune. Nah. So then we've got The Price is Right versus Jeopardy and Hollywood Squares versus Wheel of Fortune. I'll probably give it to Wheel of Fortune. And I think Jeopardy is the right answer, but The Price is Right is pretty good. The Price is Right is for everybody. Yeah. Like Jeopardy is only for you stupid smarties. Plus 
Do you know how badly I want to play Plinko? Oh, incredibly I badly. I so want to play Plinko. So the price um, is right, huh? Over Jeopardy? <sighs> I, th I Think of the I'm, giant wheel. Yeah. You have to, it has to go all the way around at least once. Yeah. Think of the showcase. That well, and that's the you know you can't go over, so you have to try to estimate like what the little yodeling guy. The thing okay, that I like about right. the Price of Right is not only do they have all the individual games, but yeah, there's like different, it's like different segments to the show that they go back to where there's the where's the initial guessing and you can't go over and just mm -hmm. like it moves, but it goes back to the formula. Jeopardy is just television screens. Yeah, hints on. Them. I'm going to say Price is Right. Yeah, though I think the winner overall for me is Wheel of Fortune. I think it's the Price is Right, but that's okay. just the Mrs. Manson in me talking. I don't think you can go wrong either way. Yeah, fair. Speaking of Mrs. Vanna Manson White inside, very proud. Speaking of Mrs. Manson inside of you, here is her email. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and an almost Happy New Year. Put your finger down. <laughs> just wanted to take a moment. And send a little praise to Rochelle. Does she listen to the beginning of the show? I feel like every time yeah. she's talked about something we've already Absolutely. talked about. I talk so loud. She can hear me no matter where in the house she is. Just wanted to take a moment and send a little praise to Rochelle for helping make the wonderful Doc Manson's Christmas extra special by helping me acquire and smuggle into Manson Manor the Lego Ecto-1 set. We hatched this plan four months ago, and I was so happy to be able to surprise Doc. I remember there was one part during the dreidel party where, like, everybody had gone outside. Well, not everybody, but I think Rob and Rachel and Mrs. Manton went outside because they were getting stuff out of the car. And then I was just kind of entertaining GQ and Eric, and uh, I think Rob came back inside, and then finally Rachel was back. And I was just, and it took me a minute, but then I was like, where, where is Mrs. Manton? Where is she? There was this moment where I was like, she's not still outside, is she? She was hiding the Lego set upstairs. Sure. You guys are smooth. I was, I had no idea. N no suspicions whatsoever. So that was quite the, that was quite the surprise. As an adult, I find making new friends is a challenge, but I'm so glad the fates bought Rochelle and I together a la the Arsacist. Thanks to Baby Mox for the ornament, oh, too. Yeah. She'll hang on. I forgot about the ornament. The ornament's very cute. The little for tree to come. with like little fingerprints on it. And they're like oh, colored cute. in as ornaments. You know, that was very nice. That was very sweet. Do either of you have special sentimental ornaments that hang on your Christmas trees? Happy holidays, bestie. Mrs. M. Yes. Uh, I, there are a couple of Christmas ornaments I've gotten as gifts from students over the years. And it's always nice to see those because I write. If they haven't signed it, I write their name and the year. So I'm always, I'm going to go, oh, yeah, Philip from 2009. Okay, he's now we're getting ready to graduate from college, I think. Um, and then we have, this shows you how sentimental somebody, I don't know who, gave us a ornament, like a wedding kind of themed ornament, which is always nice to hang up. But I could not tell you who gave it to us. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Do you have a sentimental ornament? I like how she asks you this question when she, she knows what the answer is. I mean, I do definitely have some uh, Godzilla-themed ornaments that I, I love. and They're actually too heavy for our tiny little tree, so we just kind of have a Godzilla section of ornaments kind of at mm -hmm. the base, you know? Um, they make noise. They play music. We also have a wedding one. We also have... I want to say we have this one... That's sort of like this uh, sea green glass or whatever. It's like in a drop shape that we had got at a glass museum. One of our first vacations out to the Cape together. That's probably the most yeah. sentimental one. We have something like that as well. I don't know if it's sentimental, but I surely like it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Doc, tell me about this Death Must Die game. Death Must Die. It's a... Um, it's a... It's Jeez, uh, is it... I've, I've taken to calling them auto shooters, which are games sort of like vampire survivors. You're a person moving around, the, you're auto attacking, moving around, picking up collectibles, trying to avoid enemies, that sort of thing. Some people call them bullet heaven games, a play on the bullet hell genre. So it's, it's kind of the reverse, right? You're generating the bullets instead of trying to avoid them. 
uh, that sort of thing. But yeah, it's it's a kind of a mix between one of those types of games, uh, Diablo and Hades. So it I am I'm looking at images and there are definitely there's you know, one of the popular images is Mort, Daughter of Death, has popped up. And this is very Hades. Yeah. There's an image in the text. So as you sort of walk around in the level um, and you're attacking and these enemies are coming at you, you kill them, you pick up experience gems, you gain experience. And when you hit a level up, uh, a pop-up comes on the screen where one of these gods or whatever appears, gives a little quip. And then they offer you what's the equivalent of the three boons in Hades. I forget what they call them in this game. Blessings, maybe. But yeah, you basically choose and you build up this repertoire of, you know, special abilities based off of which ones you choose as you level up. And you're also picking up items. Some enemies will drop items. Bosses will drop treasure chests with items and things like that. And you pick those up and you can equip different items. So there's that Diablo aspect, the loot aspect of it as well. And I, it's it's early access. There's not a lot of content there just yet. I don't think, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of story there yet. I was very interested to see that the gods, when they do show up, like there is voice acting. So like, that's kind of cool. It's very, again, very, very reminiscent of Hades, but it's putting a few different genres together in a way that I haven't seen before. And I'm enjoying it. I look, I'm looking forward to seeing how it develops. I feel like there's a lot more game to come. At the moment, as near as I can tell, there's only one level, but I don't know that for sure because I haven't beaten the level yet. It's very hard. Um, but I suspect that as you level up, one, again, one, you're, you're completing achievements in the game, and that's, so this is sort of a rogue light, right? You die, you restart, but if you have made certain achievements, you get certain bonuses that continue with you. Your gear continues with you. It's so like the items and things that you're picking up. So like over time, runs are getting less challenging, although at the moment they're sure. still quite challenging. Um, so yeah, it's a run-based game as a result. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's sort of ticking all of the boxes for me. And the other thing that's sort of interesting about it too is, um, I don't know if there's... there's there's five, I think, different playable characters, and they all kind of have different um, different ways of playing, right? There's a, a knight who's kind of slow, and he's got just a sword. There's a warrior who's very similar, but they wear lighter armor, and they have a two-handed sword, and they're much, much faster. Um, there's a barbarian who, again, similar, but it's heavy armor, and his kind of attacks go all around him instead of being directional, um, there's a mage who's firing off like, you know, fireballs from a distance. Uh, there's some sort of like hunter type thing, which is like really fast scythe weapons really close. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's, it, it's, and they, it's, then they still just like with Hades, when you die, you go back to this central area where everybody's there. And every time you finish a run, like you can go and talk to the other characters and there's always a little new piece of dialogue, although I think I have maybe have run out of new dialogue at where I am at this point. So, again, it's early access. Um, I feel like there's a lot more game yet to come. But what they have, sure. I think, is interesting and <clears throat> definitely a lot of fun. So I can definitely see myself coming back to this as they keep updating it. And hopefully they will. And if not, Excellent. if not, what I've played right now, the few, the I'd say I probably put maybe, I don't know, six to eight hours in at this point. I feel like I got my $6 worth. Is it a PC or can you play it downstairs? It's on the PC. Um, but one of the things I did this week is I did sort of reset up my Steam link so I can stream to the television and play. And I will say the game, um, like when enemies come up at you, like they there's like these red patterns that appear before they attack so you can try to avoid it. So it's very sort of based on dodging and things like that. Like there's a dash that can get you out of way of the attacks and things like that. Um, and so the latency of streaming it is not bad. It's actually pretty good, almost unnoticeable. But like I kept dying on this one sort of mid boss, you know, and I said, ah, and I went upstairs to, and played it on my computer and I beat it my first try. So there's definitely a little bit happening with the latency that's making it more difficult to play down there. Um, but sure. for more casual runs, if I'm just trying to, you know, get new equipment or get build up some gold or whatever to um, buy something else, like 
I would play it down there. But for a serious run, yeah, I think I need to do it on the computer directly in front of me. But yeah, that's something else I think I'm going to do. Maybe I'm going to try to upgrade the network in the house. Um, Currently, I tried, you know, there's obviously Wi-Fi, but that's not great. There's a good deal of latency with that. And I happened from back in the day, I had some power line adapters so I could send the internet over the electrical outlets. Um, And that's okay, but there's also a certain degree of degradation that happens with that. It's better than the Wi-Fi. But I've also seen more recently these things called Mocha adapters. I don't know what it stands for, but basically um, it lets you send internet over your pre-existing coaxial cable. So like I know how in your rooms you have those little nubs for hooking up a cable connection. This would let you send the internet over that wiring, which is all pure copper. It should have less interference. It doesn't have to pass through a fuse panel, a circuit breaker panel. So there should be less interference. I've heard that those are pretty much the best you can get short of rewiring your house to actual, you know, cat six ethernet cables, which I'm not going to do. So I might actually look into getting some Mocha adapters up in here and seeing if that makes it even better. Multimedia over coax alliance all right that makes sense in case you needed i to. did thank you for that um You're so welcome. yeah that's maybe something on my agenda i don't know how about you dc what is your piece of pods uh tip uh tea it it's time this it's vader uh, time oh, i wish man <laughs> um just the the you know I can only speak for myself, but weekends are, you know, you work all week and then the weekends are let's prep for the next week because whatever we do. And just so having these days off to be able to go out today, drop my wife's car off, run a couple of errands, drop some things off at Goodwill that have been sitting in a corner of our living room for weeks uh, doing, uh, you know, an LL Bean return that has been sitting in the corner for weeks. Um, you know, being able to go pick up some stuff at BJ's and, you know, just having that time, having a lovely lunch with my wife sitting at this lovely Thai restaurant where we're not feeling rushed or that we need to be somewhere or that um, going to have pho with a dear friend and not feeling like we have to, you know, we only have an hour oh, of who a did you see? scheduled. Oh. <laughs> he said dear friend. So I assumed it was. You are the uh, dearest friend. Uh. Um, you know, that's that sort of thing. Today, for, on a whim, I fell down this YouTube rabbit hole and I watched <laughs> a half minute, an I hour video. You fell down some stairs. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> on, a, on a whim. I threw myself down a flight of stairs. Um. Uh, I'm watching this video on a copper, a gold and copper mine in Mongolia. And it's a video on how the kitchen preps to serve three meals a day to six, at least 6,000 miners. And I, I found it particularly fascinating. This is not a video that I would probably feel like I had the time to watch. And I was just like, I'm just going to sit here and sort of watch the video and, you know, making mashed potatoes in a giant vat, and making caramelized onion and grilled cheese sandwiches and doing all, uh, just that sort of thing. And it does make me wish that there was a way to work less. I hear you that. Know, I feel like I feel like the five days on two days off system. And I understand I am a I am a public school teacher. I work just over. of the days in a calendar year, just over. Um, And still I'm like, I like who I am and how I can be a better friend and husband having this much extra time. So that is my piece of positivity. Maybe I'll fire up Skyrim at some point. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll record some joy of booking podcast. Maybe I won't, but it's just, it feels very much like, you know, that freedom is is a lovely thing. Oh, that's very, very so. lovely. Thank you for sharing. 
what is lovely is spending time with you, being able to, you know, do this a little earlier because I don't have to worry about a stupid work meeting <laughs> or anything like yep. that. All of this stuff is great. So uh, thank you for listening um, to this wonderful episode. I do encourage you uh, to, to chime in and, you know, share your, again, share your thoughts. Uh, how do you feel about the notion that this may, we may be entering the last calendar year in which uh, DDT wrestling is a regular thing. Maybe, maybe we'll go away and six weeks later, we'll, we'll hate it and miss it. And we'll come crawling back, begging for your forgiveness. But, uh, but yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you think in there, friends? Let us know. Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Well, if you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can use it. And if you'd like to have a little bit of Thank you to Jay Leno for joining the show. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, I tried. I tried to look on Reddit for a blue sky invite, but the the code was invalid. So, you know, contemplating the 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 blue sky of it all. Until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie? <laughs>